Well, welcome back, friends. That was Faith of Our Fathers. And we want to welcome to the program now our wonderful friend who always comes with us every month with some great, great wisdom and advice, our dear friend, Deacon Anthony Seo. Welcome, Deacon. Hi, how are you? How's everyone doing today? Well, I'm fine. I don't know where Cheryl is. The microphone over there, the seat is empty. She went out. I don't know where she went. <laughs> Some, Boy, sometimes she, I lose she her. Ran a, she ran away from my segment, didn't I, she? I, no, I don't know where she went. She was sitting outside in the sun before, <laughs> came in, did the opening. Now I don't know where she went. She just pops up. <laughs> well, please tell her I said hi. Well, she'll be back, I hope, or she doesn't get paid. <laughs> we'll, we'll see uh, how that so works. Good to be out. with you again today. Thank you for having me. Always a joy having you, Deacon. You know we love having you here, and you and it's always uh, such a pleasure to speak with you. So, uh, what do you have for us in store for us today? Well, you know what I have to tell you. Every day is a good day, especially when I go to mass in the morning. It just starts my day off wonderful. Today was extra special because my wife and I had the opportunity to take our grandson to mass this morning. Oh, beautiful. Now, it's so much fun, and he's only six years old, um, and I love being able to see the world through his eyes. He goes to Mass frequently, so it's not unusual for him to go, but, you know, when he's with us, it's, it's you know, I'm with my mom and pop up, and I really don't know why I'm here, because, again, it's that age, he has a lot to learn. So today he asked me, he looked at me, and he said, pop up, why do we come to Mass? Mm. Now, I have to tell you, what a great opening that was for me to begin some teaching with him. But I also realized that that's a question that's asked by not just six-year-olds, but 20-year-olds and 30-year-olds and 40 and 50 and 60 and 70 and 80. It's a question that's asked by so many people, especially when they try to justify why they don't go to Mass. It's a question that we hear all the time. And now the things returning to normal in church, while it's great to see so many familiar faces that have returned, it's a little bit sad that we don't see some of those faces that we saw before, because there are many people who still have not yet returned. Mm-hmm. So I think what I'd like to speak about today is, why do we go to church? Good. And how do we, as Catholics, as Christians, how do we understand what the answer is, and be able to say it so quickly that when someone confronts us with that question, we can give them all the good reasons and hopefully bring them into Mass, hopefully get them to see the beauty of our Mass. So I like to say to everyone, hey, it's time to get back to Mass. So let's talk about why we go. Uh Now, when the restrictions were in place, we weren't allowed to go in person. You know, we watched on TV, and that was a viable alternative especially since we were given the dispensation. But now the restrictions are over. Church is reopened, and it's safe. Dispensation is lifted. Now there are some people who still can't go for, for lots of, of good reasons, and, and those folks you know, continue to stay home and watch on TV until they're physically able to come back. But for those who are able to come back, who are not, the obligation is there to attend. So when people say, why do you go to Mass? You know, it's easy to take that first answer, which is because the Church tells you to. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like talking to a kid, why? Because I said so. But we really need to go deeper than that. So that there's lots of reasons why we go to Mass. I'm only going to touch on a few. All right. So first, first, we encounter Jesus, and we receive His message in the Scripture reading. So people say, well, I read the Bible. But you, you need to be able to hear the readings in context, 
and you need to be able to hear a homily that helps explain. You know, it's we, we, we can we can hear the readings or listen to the readings. We, we can we can read the Bible ourselves, but we really do need to be in an environment where we can hear a certain passage, and be in a nice quiet environment where where we can allow our Lord to speak to us through those particular words. So we need to be able to be in that environment to receive his message in the scripture readings. That's number one. I think that's pretty important. Mm -hmm. And next is we need to pray and worship together as a community. Christ is present in the priest and in the people. We are there as a community. We were not made to be alone. Our Lord did not make us to be alone. Our Lord made us to be able to be with other people, to be able to respond and react to the joy of other people. So our faith is beautiful. It's even more beautiful, I should say, when we are in the presence of others in the community, when we can share with one another our prayers, our needs, to be able to be there with others to share our Lord's Word and to share our Lord's body and blood. Being in community is an important part. So, well, I can I can go out and have you know be be out in the uh, in the forest and, and and communicate with God. That's true. I'm not doubting that. But it is most special when we are able to be in community with others. We feel God's presence most when that happens. Um, obviously, through the Eucharist, at Mass, we are able to receive the Eucharist and the body and blood. Christ is present to us in a real way. Christ is physically present to us in the Eucharist. We know that today there are many people, many Catholics, who who don't believe that Christ is physically present in the Eucharist, mm. but he is. he is. There's no doubt about it. He is. And to be at Mass and to be able to be in the presence okay, of our Lord, physically in the presence through the body and blood, there's nothing that compares to that. So, you know, that in itself is a reason to go to Mass. But and it may be the most important, but it's not the only one. We go to Mass to praise and thank God for what He has done for us. Okay? I mean, our Lord uh, loves us so much that He gave His only Son to die for us so that we could have eternal life. We go to Mass so that we can praise and thank our Lord for that beautiful redemption that he has given to us. It's, it, it's something that uh, we need to be thankful for every day. I think it's also important that we go to Mass because it slows us down. And I'll tell you what I mean by that. We live such busy lives, even those of us who are older and retired, wherever it might be. You know, I, I hear people retired say all the time, um, I'm, I'm busier in retirement than I was when I was working. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and I think there's a lot of truth to that. We lead busy lives, and sometimes it's so important for us to be able to slow down. When we enter the church, it gives us the opportunity to slow down, to think only about our presence with our Lord, and to think about the things that are important, and to be able to open our hearts and minds to God coming to us at that time. So I think psychologically it's wonderful, and I think it's a very, very healing thing for us to be able to just slow down. Part of that slowing down, I think, is being able to see the beauty of God's creation. Mm. I love being in church. The environment 
is something that is so touching for me and is so calming because I really do feel like I'm in the presence of the Lord. But I also know that when I'm in church, I am able to feel and see the presence of God through beauty as well. You know, we look at the stained glass windows if we have them in our churches, and we think about not just the images that are portrayed there, but we think about the artisans, the persons who created those glass windows, the, the, the artistic beauty. Their talents were given them by our Lord. We sit in the pews, and they might be simple wooden pews, but we think about the fact that those were trees that, that grew, and, and, they were, and they were harvested, and they were cut, and by craftsmen, they were sanded, and they were shaped, and they were built into beautiful pews that were brought into the church. When we touch that wood, we know that we're in the presence of God's creation, and we know that, again, the artistic beauty was there as well. Um, we, we, we see just the, the architecture of the church. You know, we look at the beauty of the altar. We look at the beauty of the tabernacle. We just look at the beauty and the simplicity within the church building, and we are able to feel God's presence. So part of what we think about that slowing down lets us see that beauty. Um, you know, I, I've read some beautiful things about, about beauty. And, you know, one, one said that um, God is the source of all beauty, and beauty is one of God's faces. I love mm, that. Yeah. Another one is that beauty is God's handwriting. Mm. You know, God is beauty. Mm -hmm. And this one was interesting to me. Beauty is the shadow of God. So it's something like, you know, we look at our own shadow. Uh, you know, we, we are not the shadow, but the shadow is always part, that shadow is always part of us. Mm -hmm. right? It reflects our movement. Beauty is the shadow of God. It reflects God's love for us and right. our movement. So, so those are just some of the things that I urge people to just return to Mass, return to church, mm -hmm. get that opportunity to be able to be in the presence of our Lord once mm -hmm. again. Um, the, 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 the habits, unfortunately, we've gotten into over the past year, while it was necessary, have, have really—we we, we, kind of need to rebuild the habits. We need to look back and, and say to ourselves, what was it that was so special to me when I went? Mm -hmm. So I just urge everyone— to, you know, grab their spouse or grab a child or grab um, a parent or a grandchild or a friend um, and say, come with me. Come with me to Mass. Make it infectious again within our families, within our lives, so that people, I want to go to Mass. I, I, I know that there is something that when I, when I leave that church building after Mass, I feel renewed and refreshed and rejuvenated mm -hmm. in a way I haven't before. And also, I urge folks to know the reasons why we go to Mass. Mm -hmm. But when a person says, I don't need to go to Mass, you're able to turn to them and say, let me tell you why you should, <laughs> right. and be able to bring that message to them so that when you're done, they say to themselves, you know, they, they might say it outright, or they might, you know, in the back of their head say, you know what, I really need to go back again. Yeah. And then I invite them to come with you. So those, those are just some of the things I wanted to share about why it's important to go to Mass and why now is the time for us to get back to, uh, to doing what our Lord uh, wants us to do and to be in His presence. Uh, beautiful, um, Deacon. You know, i got to tell you, as you're, you know, the whole, same Holy Spirit obviously is working here because all 
week long and last week as well, I've been sharing with my listeners on my program that beautiful apostolic letter that St. Pope John Paul II wrote back in 1998, D.A. Stomini, on keeping holy the Lord's Day. Yes. And it's a beautiful document, which is doing exactly what you said people need to be doing, is to understand why, we're, why we need to go to Mass. And, 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 but also, John Paul expanded that into why we need Sunday to be a special day and make it a different day. And it's just such a beautiful, um, and, he, and I think one of, the, one of the phrases that he used that I think every diocese should use now, based on exactly what you were talking about, rediscover Sunday, rediscover Sunday, you know, because we're coming back, we've been away for so long, now come back and rediscover the day. And, and I like that, and I, and I think that is so true. The, the, the day of Sunday originally, which I mean, I knew growing up as the day of, you know, the day of rest. That's something that's so important, the day mm-hmm. of rest. And things have changed so much. But but there's a great reason for that Sunday to be important, okay? It's, it, it, it is part of what, what builds our, our, our faith life, our family life, right. okay? It, it, it just permeates everything we do if we honor Sunday. That's right. That's right. So you gave a beautiful uh, reasons and teaching on, on the Mass itself, and, and I, we really appreciate that. And I agree with you. People need to come back, and, and we need to make it uh, you know, a, a special day once again, the way it was when you and I were growing up. I was reflecting on that myself about just how different a day it was. You know, We ate our big meal midday. We had visitors. We, even, I remember my father saying, let's go in the car and go for a ride. Just as a family, just get in the car and go for a ride, right? And, and it just was different. It was a different day. And, and even though the world is different today, and even though, you know, people say, well, I can't, I have to go to sports, and I have to take my kids to sports, and, or, or have to work, wherever it might be. You know, I know all those things exist. I'm not going to be foolish and deny all those things. But it still doesn't mean that we can't somehow figure out how to make it work. You know, we have to do this. We have to do that. We need to go to Mass. We fit it into everything else that we're doing. If, if we just try to make that happen, it will, it will change family life so dramatically. And I think it will also change um, the, the, the way people feel, the way people think. You know, we take away some of this anger that we see going on in the world right now because everything is so intense. It will ground us again mm-hmm. if we can reestablish that Sunday as our Lord's Day and spend it in church and spend it with family. It, it, it's, it's what we're being asked to do, and for great reasons. That's right. Well, Deacon, thank you so very much, as always, for being with us in, uh, in the middle of your little teaching there. Cheryl did pop back in the studio, so uh, she was here for that, so we didn't want you to think that she was run away from you, but she's here. Hello, That's Deacon. Okay. I was listening. Cheryl, how are you? Good. How are you? <laughs> listening fervently and taking notes. <laughs> you thank always you. God have... bless you both. Oh, so God much. bless you, too. Well, you have a happy 4th of July, and we'll be looking forward to speaking with you in July. Thank you so much. God bless you and everyone listening and watching, and, and uh, all the best. Thank you, Deacon. God Thank bless you. Thank you so much. All right, friends, you stay where you are. I'll be right back. Jim's coming up with the weather. Don't go away.